The start order is 17423985. The Extra Lap RC Podcast. That sits in the middle. So it doesn't creak. I'm not outside of my garden, but you can still hear the birds. <laughs> This is the Extra Lap RC Podcast. My name's Aidan Burke, and as always, I'm joined by my best friend, Joey Cockle. How are you doing, Joey? Good evening. I'm all right. How are you? Wait, I'm good. I'm good. Unfortunately, good. Martin can't make it this evening. No. Nope. Um, so it is unfortunate, you know, putting life and work in front of a podcast. It's got to be done Maybe. sometimes. Yeah, I just don't mean you just don't have lives. Yeah, pretty much. So let's start the interview process to replace Martin straight away. Um, nice. We're going to speak to, I'm going to say, he'd even admitted it himself, one of your good friends, Joey. We're going to speak to Paul Timberlake. Paul, are you there? Good evening, gentlemen. Hiya, Timbers. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. And yourselves? I'm great. Have we still got Joey? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, uh, let's get straight to it. Which one of you two is faster? <laughs> oh. oh, should we base it on the, the last result? No, Mr. let's Cocker. not base it on yes. the last okay. result because the last last result at the last meeting okay. we did together, I was shafted. So, okay. Um, so what what you're saying there is we want to hear about that. Let's forget every other RC bit we're talking about. So, where was the where was this last race between the two of you? Stockfold. Nice. Mm. So why were you shafted, Joe? Um, I missed uh, that Joe. Rule of not getting out of the way for the faster car didn't apply to some, so I got held up a fair bit. And obviously, with it being uh, FTQ format it doesn't help oh i remember that now paul is so clearly you weren't to blame for any of that so do you just feel you just beat joey out of skill and ability i i well it'd be very unfair to me to comment (laughs) but yeah i did (laughs) no no mr cock was a very nice chap and i wouldn't want to uh i wouldn't want to offend him but uh, yeah i'd say it's skill and ability but uh, he did once say to me i was getting old and my reactions should be slowing down so kind of that's a little bit touche this is a touche i also used to give you a compliment and you did. You always used to be my benchmark at racing when I was younger. And yes, well, so, so, sounds like I still am. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Well, now, yeah. Sorry. Back, okay, back. I'll stop now. I'll move on. We move on. We move on. <laughs> I'll stop now. I've had me. I've had my moment. <clears throat> oh no, no. You know, golden rule of RC podcast: being mean to Joey, everybody <laughs> loves you. Yeah, um, it's, it's it's a given. It's a given. It's an easy out. Just be mean to Joey. Yeah. Be mean to yeah. Joey. Talk about yellow darts. Um, so that was the last time you raced. But I think we were going to talk about the, the 2019 National Championships, which I'm assuming you did, Paul. I can't. I've got those notes in front of me. Did you beat Joey then? I, I, I could have done. I, 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 can't, I can't recall. I can't recall, to be perfectly honest. Um Joe will know more. Um, no, uh, do you know what? Joey couldn't remember either. I want to check before. Uh, so I'm guessing I it can, must be close. I can check. But we Power don't know what you're checking. Yeah, d- d- don't, don't check right now. Uh, but anyway, after that slight diversion to start the thing, Paul, uh, of course, I know you're a, uh, a member of the Schumacher family. Yes. Uh, and whereabouts do we normally find you racing? Uh, Stop for Motor Car Club. Oh, right. Okay. Is um, uh, is that local to you? Yes. Uh, it's about ten minutes from my front door, so very local. I actually oh, live in Stockfold. I love that. So, 
So yes, it's it's it's, right. it's a very uh, short journey to every or a stopfold race meeting. Perfect. I I've only been once, um, so I know there's a service station. Yes, there is the racetrack, and there's a town somewhere not too far away. Well, that's the first time I met you. Do you remember you came over? Because I was with Miklos and you came over and said hello. That's the first time I actually met you. It was the Oop, oh, right. wasn't it? Yeah, do you remember? Yeah. And it rained yeah, well, all weekend. It rained all weekend. It did. Um, it didn't bother us, but Alex Carter was absolutely distraught that we'd travelled all this way to come to his track, home track, and it rained. It was better on Sunday, though, wasn't it? Yes, I think, yeah, yeah, I think, I think, yes, I believe that. Too. Yes, yes, it, I'm sure it was. It did improve, yeah. didn't it? It wasn't, it, 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 could, sorry. Couldn't have, got any, couldn't have got any worse. No, I remember Saturday, it was, it was very bad all day. And as you say, I think we woke up to a fairly dry Sunday. Um, but was it, was, was it finals on Sunday? I can't remember the format. Was it finals on Sunday? Yeah, because it was an oophole, so we qualified all Saturday. We came in, maybe have one round of qualifying on the Sunday and then three round finals for all. Okay. Um, which I'm sure yeah, I like, I was going to say, I like that format. I did like that format. I thought that was very good. It's a bit more relaxed, quite nice and relaxed. It's got all the... It's an early dart on Sunday. That helps. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's not so rushed on the um, the Saturday. Obviously, we still get there night before because we're away for the weekend. But anyway, it's fine. but so if Stoffold's been your local club, mm-hmm. have you have you been involved with Stoffold for a long time? Yes, uh, pretty much from the start. I remember when Stoffold. I used to race on the grass at Stoffold. That's how long ago it was. And then we moved. It was a one-eighth track originally, that track that's all Astro now. And then we laid the Astro and probably 10 years ago, Kevin Lee and myself took a week's holiday and uh, we ordered a digger and built all the jumps and bumps and everything else. Um, So, yes, I've been involved with it virtually since I was 20, 21. You, you, you might have to send us some more up-to-date pictures because my next question is, is that somebody's front garden? Where? What? Oh, what? The, the field, you mean? Where everyone yeah. race? No, no, it's owned by the farm opposite. So, yeah, it's, it's actually... It's, it's, it, it used to be a caravanning area where, so a couple of times a year, all the caravans used to come down and park in the field. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's the land. The land is actually owned by the the farmer uh, who lives opposite. So that's right, why okay. we have to we have to be a bit careful around there because obviously it's it's you know people don't want to be disturbed very early in the morning and etc cetera, etc. Cetera. All right, okay. It, it it is a lovely venue. Um, you know, it's it's a, a lovely part of the world. You know, the it, it looks like somebody's front garden. Other than the AstroTurf track and the big container, it, you know, <laughs> just the, the way you drive in and like the little like garden toilet, yeah, that was the first one I saw. And um, uh, we will have to spend ten minutes near the end of this just talking about your actual Italian ice cream man, um, okay, <laughs> which is literally the high, <laughs> highlights of Starfold. Um, all the tracks in the north have got ice cream men, but ours aren't actually Italian. Yeah, yeah. Scooping ice cream out of oh, a highlight of my weekend. So, I think you said you and Kevly took a week off, uh, built the track. Did you go Astro straight away from there? Well, the Astro was down before then. Right. And uh, yeah, we just wanted some features. I can't remember if it was before we had our first national there or it was sort of mixed nationals and we just wanted to add some more features just because it was a flat track. The only original feature that still is there is that hump going up the back. That was always there, but right. everything else was built by Kevin and myself. 
Um, yeah, I can't remember if it was MITS Nationals. You know, MITS, we'd been running a few Nationals for a few years and we just wanted to add some features. Or it was like, right, we can get a National if we make this track a bit more, give it a few more features. And we went from there. Uh, Joey, I, can you remember? I can't remember how long we've been holding National for. It must be 15 years at least, isn't it? Um, when I first started at the club, they had they hadn't had hadn't had any nationals. I think maybe a year or two after that. Um, because then, like you said, all all the features started to go in the spider legs. Mm-hmm. Um, then the two uh, tabletops in front of the rostrum went in, and then the wall, the wall of death went in, yep. with the um three tabletops on that side of the track they all then went in as well but i, th- I think they were after the first i think this was the first national stuff i'd have was in end of seasons i believe but they didn't have a main national to start with it was an end of season to begin with wasn't it it was and greg spicer tq'd yeah that yeah. was it yeah yeah i remember it was wet darren bloomfield greg spicer i think Greg Spicer out qualified Darren Bloomfield. Wow. Yeah, it rings a bell. <clears throat> I just like the fact that, you know, the club was fine until Joey turned up and then he just find <laughs> tried to find anything they could do to stop Joey turning up. Quickly told a national <laughs> that young annoying kid won't be there. That's yeah. how, that sounds about right. So it sounds like I'm sure it may or may not be the case. Actually. So you and Kevly put some of the things in. Where did you get your Astro from? Or where's this Astro that's on it from? Because it oh. it's not normal Astro, is it? He um, makes with bunny ears. Yeah, there's well, the original stuff was from a football field, a five-side football field. And then that wore out after about 10 years or five years, something like five to 10 years. And what we just, we purchased some more but that was really bad and it wore out within two or three years. Mm-hmm. So with the help of, I think it was John Spencer who had sourced the Silverstone, outdoor Silverstone track Astro. He got, he, he put us in the direction of this company and we purchased it from there. And I know we know if I, if I delved around, I'm sure Keith's still got the, the original receipt and would be able to tell you what the company's called and everything. But, um, yeah. Um, so if you want that information, I can always find that information out for you. But off the top of my head, I don't actually know. But yeah, I, I, I am a bit of an astro weirdo, you know, and it, it does feel slightly different from, you know, the, the Midwest all seem to be reclaimed football, hockey pitches. Obviously, Southport's brand new and stuff. Or when you go there, it just looked like it was, there's certainly no sand in it, is there? No, no, none at all. No, no. Which can be have its advantages and disadvantages. I know when Hearts removed a lot of their sand from their track, in the wet, it becomes very, very slippy. Whereas before, if it had sand, the sand seemed to absorb some of the, the water. So it wasn't as slippy. Um, right, okay. So it has, I, I do, I, I know people say sand gets in the gearbox and everything else like that, but there are pros to having sand in a track um, as well as cons, obviously. Yeah, I think some of the older cars were a bit more, um, a, a few more holes in for that sort of stuff to get in. Mm-hmm. Um, did Did you go racing last weekend? When was the last time you have been racing this week? I haven't been racing this week. Uh, I went to Hearts last weekend, and okay. i I was watching the weather forecast very carefully because last well before lockdown. I made the, shall we say, brave decision to only have an indoor car and an outdoor car because everyone said to be quick or quicker, you need to master indoor racing. So I purposely built an indoor car and I didn't have an outdoor, I like a, a wet car. I sacrificed okay. a wet car. So I was watching the weather forecast very carefully because I thought, well, it might rain, it might not rain. And it seemed very dry when we got there. And so I was using my dry car. And unfortunately, I was hit with two rain showers before my heats, which kind of um, scuffled my results. But um, in fairness, I wanted to try the mezzo for the uh, Schumacher 
off-road series yep. uh, at, at Hearts, which I got. To, I would love to have tried the yellow. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to try it, but I did try the silver, and they worked really, really well. I really liked them. Loads of grip, loads of traction, and I do like the way they kind of nicely slide into corners. You know, you get a little bit of little bit of oversteer or the back end sliding out just before, just on corner entry, which I quite like. Right. Okay. So that that, that, that was literally the reason why we got you on to see what tyres I need for half. <laughs> um, so can you go back next week when it's dry and try yellow mesos? Would that be Would that be all right? I, I I will report back to you. It won't be next week, but I will be doing another one, and I will hopefully it'll be dry, and I will try the yellow mesos definitely. Um, it's like all these things, isn't it? People tend to adjust their setups to to make the tyres work. But uh, yeah, I I certainly will try, and I'll report back to you. Thanks, boss. Just me, no one else. Okay, okay, between us. What about Joey? Because he's on this call, and he's heard all this. I'm also not going to the Schumacher series, so it oh, doesn't okay. affect me. Okay, just you then, Adam. Just me. No one else. It'll no just be. Are you are you booked into the Schumacher off road outdoor master series? Or... I am. Yes, I am. Oh well, I'm, I can only do two. Um, I was really waiting to get my. It's, it's going to get boring now, but I was really waiting to get my second vaccination before I'd feel comfortable in big groups of people. So. I've only actually booked into two and, and Robin Hood, which I love, um, yeah. and uh, Hearts. Okay. Uh, are you doing both classes? Yes, indeed. Oh, yes. right. Okay. So oh, yes. you, you can look after me when I come to Hearts with my four wheel drive? Of course, most definitely. Yes. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Yeah, because Trish is going to be incredibly busy looking after everybody else. So Aiden's taking a back seat and asked anyone else to help him. Hey. I've asked everybody else to help me. Everybody, you know, Paul, lots of local knowledge. Um, I'll be able to tell him about my second vaccine that I get actually next week. Oof. Um, being 45 and fat up in the northeast of England, northwest of England, get your, your second vaccine by the 2nd of June. So that, that's quite good. Um, so oh, that, that sounds brilliant. So did you have a good day at Hearts? Even yeah, it was the rain showers and <laughs> other pe- other people getting rain assists and you not getting them. Yeah, it was it was it was it was different. It, I you know I I know sometimes the the heavens open and your luck's not on your side, um, and but you know it was it wasn't the result I wanted. Uh, I always want to be in the top ten, but it was good to see some of my colleagues, people like Scott Follington's. Uh, Trevor Follington, who made the A, you know, people like that. Um, it's nice to see them all make the A. So that's always... But, yeah, I, I, I know I can drive. You know, the thing for me, the gauge for me, really was that I was using a dry car in wet conditions with probably not the fastest tyre in wet conditions. And I was... My lap times weren't too dissimilar from, from you know, everyone above me. So, um, yeah, that's the most important thing. Because when it counts... At the Schumacher series, uh, that's when it will um, pay off, I guess. So, really, you like you threw yourself under a bus for the hashtag Schumacher family? No, no, not at all. No, no, I know. I was no, no. Don't I don't want to pretend I'm some sort of hero. No, it was just. Hang on, that's why we do a podcast, Paul, so we can (laughs) pretend that we're heroes. (laughs) You've kind of blown the whole thing open. (laughs) No, no, not at all. No, obviously, I want to. I was. I want to make the top ten. You know, that's that's always my first goal, and I could have made the top ten. Perhaps if I'd. You know, the two rains, you know, there is four rounds, not just two. So mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. want to, I just don't like turning things into excuses. You know, I'm, I'm more than capable of making the top 10. Um, I could have done it in the first two rounds, not the last two, you know, left it to the last two. But yeah. hey, that's, it is what it is. Um, as I say, it's, it's when it counts that really matters for me. Oh, this is going to be so good. I'm <laughs> just going to, I'm literally, I'm, maybe I'll, I'll Put my table next to you at Hearts, <laughs> uh, and just keep revving you up and go. You said you'd be in the top ten. <laughs> oh no, no, <laughs> look, no, no, you, no, no, no. I really am. I'm, I'm digging myself a very big hole here, aren't I? Hole, <laughs> big enough you could bury me and Joey in it. <laughs> no, I, 
I say it, it was no, it was it was it was a good day, and no, no, really it was just it was just I was just a bit I get you know I was a little bit frustrated because it so didn't things didn't quite go how I wished, but mm-hmm. we've been all been doing this long enough to know every day can't be your best day, and as my dad always used said to me, you learn a lot more from losing or not doing as well as you should than from winning all the time, so. If you take the positives and move on and do it better yeah. next time. Yeah. Why aren't me and Joey better? That's the problem there. We lose all the time. Well, um, I, hear, I hear you're getting quite fast, Aiden. That's, that's what Mr. Miklos told me. So hang, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. No. Okay. Don't, okay. don't put fast and Aiden in the same sentence. Oh, I was just, I was just passing on the message that was passed to me. You seemed, you seemed to make a leap forward. I think was the words used. I think that's Miklos making excuses for me beating him once. Yeah, I've qualified good. him a few times, but I think I've only beaten him once. Um, but thanks very much, Miklos. Really nice, nice to think about me. Um, <laughs> so obviously, Schumacher family, as all the sensible people are. Um, yes, but you haven't been Schumacher family forever. Um, where did you come from before? I well, I have. I, well, funny enough, I I originally drove for this, and now this really is going back some time. Um, I originally drove for. I was at the end of season or the F two finals in my early twenties, and I got a really good place. I think I don't know, I think it was third or fourth. Right. And at the time, I was approached by CML and Schumacher to drive for them. And I was driving an RC10, so I kind of chose CML, uh, mm-hmm. drove for him for a couple of years, and then I switched to Schumacher. And I drove for Schumacher from then till, well, I can't remember when I joined PR. I joined PR probably, well, it's probably two, you know, five years ago, six years ago. I joined PR. So I drove for Schumacher probably for 15, 16 years. And then I, ju- I, I was with PR for four or five years, and then I came back to Schumacher. Two and two together, I'm pretty sure I'm coming up with four here. Because you've mentioned Kevly beforehand. So <laughs> yes. was it kind of like Kevly starts PR, Aiden makes a comment saying that's the craziest decision I've ever seen in my life. And then Kevly seems to make a, an absolute roar and success of the whole thing. Um, I think, did, did you get did you get involved? Were you involved straight early doors? Yeah, we, Kevin came to me quite early, and then I at the time I was I think I was driving the Cat Three Thousand at the time, and I was loving the I, that kind of that and the lay down of my two favourite cars, and I was really loving the four wheel drive, and I sort of said to Kev, "Well, you know, see what happens," and I just thought sometimes a change is as good as a holiday. Um, so I, I made the jump a couple of years later and yeah, the rest is history. There seems to be some, you know, did you enjoy your time? Good. I always say it was, I think it's quite difficult in the UK to separate PR from Kev. Because I think Kev, be the, yeah, I think big, Kev, big driving screw for me anyway. Kev, I think Kev did an amazing job. You know, yeah, oh, yeah. considering what he had and you know where he took it to, from too. Uh, yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. It was really good. It was really good. It was just, you know, I, I, I at the time, you know, I, and I've got a lot to thank Tristan for because he was brilliant. He's always been brilliant, and he's helped me so much. I know I'm an old man, but we all need help, <laughs> you know. And he is such a help and an influence um, with his setups and his ideas and we've been friends for 15 plus years and we're always chatting and he's always we're always sharing ideas and things to do and things to try and so it was kind of you know that was the appeal as much as anything else um uh, you know so yeah um i just decided to come back i call I, I think i think with without kev and i i don't i don't mean this in in a disrespectful way at all but i don't think pr would have had the um, what's the word? They wouldn't have had the um, I think appeal and the advertisement that they had without Kev. 
No, I agree, hundred percent. I don't. I yeah. If if there was if the if it was to go anywhere else, and again, no disrespect to anyone else, any of the distribution companies in the UK or or the, the guys at Answer RC or, or someone in that in that in that realm, if it hadn't have gone to Kev, I don't think we would be talking about PR like we do. No, I know. Yeah, if that makes I, sense. Yeah, hundred percent. And it, you're right. You know, no disrespect to anyone, but yeah, Kevin Kevin made PR in the UK. What PR? Is and I'm sure 6k racing are doing an excellent job at the moment. I don't really follow them or know what's going on, but um, I'm sure they're, they're doing an excellent job. But yeah, no, PR, um, he did a brilliant job, um, for 10 years. Was it 10 years? It was 10 years, wasn't it? I think 10 years in total. It, it, it was just, it was, it, he sort of left Stoffold and came up like all the sensible people up to the lovely north west of England, um. <laughs> And you know, then hung around with us for a bit, and then seemed to make make the sensible decision. You know, amazingly time to then get out of this and and, and go back to what I think. I think he went back to what he used to do, carefully, didn't he? Um, and and again, six K have taken PR brand on and and have moved ahead. Obviously, COVID hit them quite difficult to get their opportunities to get out and about. Um, but you know, Gareth and Sam and Dominic. Sort of the, the the six K guys, you know, a couple of those were at Southport the other week. Uh, it was really nice to see them. Um, and of course, six K also do all the automatics on road stuff, uh, which I think is sort of something that they're very big on. Um, I, I think the biggest, you know, just on the subject of you know the the cars, I think the biggest difference I found is with the PR. You you had to drive it like. 110% all the time and that's what the kind of trend which which I'm a bit disappointed with COVID in, in the sense that it stopped our racing for the whole of last summer because I didn't get chance to test the car the, the lay down in the dry rig do any setups or anything like that and it and you have to in a way you have to change your mindset when driving the lay down because it carries so much corner speed it's it's more kind of a relaxed style and just just letting the car do its thing, you know, whereas the PR, you had to force it a bit more, you know, push it a bit more. And it's kind of, uh, uh, it's the brain training I've got to get back into of thinking I don't have to drive 110% all the time. Just, you know, let the car carry the speed and, you know, you just control the throttle and steering sort of thing. I uh, totally agree with that one. Because um, mm. that meeting we did at Stockford a couple of, I think probably a month or two ago now, it was my first, uh, well, not my first, but it was my second meeting with the car because I did, I think I did Mendip a couple of weeks before with Martin. But it's, it's obviously Mendip and Stockfold, the surfaces are different. I mean, you don't use a ball diff at Stockfold in the dry, but you do at Mendip. So it's kind of, but yeah, try, trying, to, trying to teach yourself that you don't need to have, you know, heavy inputs on on throttle or steering you know the lay down just i was i said to alex i think it's the best two-wheel drive personally for me considering i've driven most two-wheel drives out there apart from a b6 mm. it has been the best two-wheel drive i've ever driven mm. and it's and you don't you don't have to think about it so much yep it, you know, it, it does what you tell it to do it's not like you're waiting for something to happen or it's you put it in that position in the corner and it stays there. It's not going to do anything mind-boggling. Yeah, or and, random, and, or random, and or random. And, yeah, and that was the thing when you came to Stockfold, Joe. Uh, I I've been trying a few mm. different setups around there, and I tried something completely different. And it really felt like it was mm. in a sweet spot, and that is a, it, that is really when it is a joy to drive because if you find that sweet spot for you, then it's just great. It's yeah. just it's yeah, just yeah. it's just as you say, it's so easy. Um, but uh, yeah, I like it when people sort of reinforce my views. I've, I I always say I, I have no idea. You know, I just get my car from one corner to the next corner. And 
that continue to do that. I always remember Stu Wood shouting at me many times, going, that's the same corner that you went round last time. Why have you gone round in a different way? <laughs> but I think that was the bits that I've seen when I've... I've I've been lucky enough to drive my lay down more than both of you two, indoors and out. And I find that sometimes I sit there and go, I don't feel like I'm driving it fast, mm-hmm. but my times are okay. You know, my times mm-hmm. are good. Yeah. I, 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 and it's really good when other people say that. Now, obviously, that the end of the Schumacher advert, um, mm-hmm. and we just put that in just to keep Muzz happy. <laughs> um, we don't need to mention Trish because Trish is far too busy to listen. He's going to make more uh, double O gauged railways and <laughs> videos about RC cars. Um, it's, so, it's, Georgia, when I did my, my my first meeting at Stockport with the laydown, obviously I didn't have the best of qualifying, and I made an absolutely cock-handed error. Um, Obviously, I did everything I could to, to, to try and catch the leaders, but I didn't feel as if I had to do a lot to do that. You know, mm. I didn't have to drive 110% to catch back up to the, uh, to the leaders. I just plodded along, put the laps in consistently, and eventually I caught them up. But, it, you know, it's the buzzer goes and you think, ah, shit. Um, but it's just like I didn't have to drive me, me nuts off to achieve what I did, which is nice because I've had obviously cut previous tour drives. I think this, like I said, is, has been the most comfortable and best tour drive for me. And I'm going back to when the X6 first came out to when I've ever felt comfortable with the tour drive again. Mm. Love an you X6. Know, did, did you ever drive an X6, Paul? Go on. I did. I drove, I drove funny enough, I, I first drove the X6 at the Euros in Turin. There you go. Oh, oh, was that when it? Oh, was that the Euros warm up? Wasn't it when it absolutely rained yeah, out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was that was to be perfectly honest. That was my. That was there was many reasons that was a brilliant Euros. Mm-hmm. One because of my results, I, I like made double C final. Um, and wow. and then um, I, I'll, I'll go into that story in a second. But we, me, John Spencer, and Kevin Lee went for the warm up weekend, long weekend, and it rained the whole weekend. Constantly, I think we got back an hour's track time, and it was. I haven't laughed so much in four days as that weekend. It was just completely hilarious because we were probably a little bit bored. We probably had nothing to do, so we just became like children. It was, but I haven't laughed so much. Funny enough, I was having a really bad national season, and quite rightly, Paul seeded me in a, a low heat at the Euros. And it was, it, I literally drove around and everyone got out of my way for a week. And that was probably some of the reason I was quite lucky. That was some of the reason, you know, I put it where I did. But um, yeah, no, there's many reasons that that was a, a very good Euros. I think. What year was that? Was the Turin Euros who won? Uh, uh, Neil won the two wheel drive. I think, yeah. I think Kev was in the A. I've seemed to recall, I think. Um, I, I, you, was that was that an X six or an X six squared? Can you remember? Oh, I, I, Ellis was driving one. That's the only thing I kind of remember about it. I, I literally was driving the an RC ten at the warm up, and then I was driving an X six. It must have been the X six, surely, because yeah, yeah, it, an X six at the at the actual Euros itself. Yeah, I don't oh. think I ever had the squared. I don't think I had the squared one. I don't. I think I've moved on by then. Well, I've got to be funny. You get C final Euros and you change your car. Come on, Paul. <laughs> Just think if you continued on. Oh. Just think if you continued. The only bit, the bits of stories I can remember from that Euros is I remember Jim, Jimmy Upal writing his report. Um from Turin, and then just reminding people how there seemed to be a lot of ladies stood by the side of the road. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds just like Jimmy. (laughs) There is another funny story, but we have to take that one off air. I can can tell you a story, a funny story about someone, but uh, we'll take that one off air. 
and it's even better to mention that on air that we'll take it off air <laughs> because then you'll just be swamped. Uh, where, where, where are you this weekend? Are you racing? No, it was it wasn't funny because Simon Moss was there basically. That's all you need to know. As soon as you put Simon Moss and Euros in a sentence. <laughs> And Phil, Phil, Phil Booth was there with Simon. I think they were testing a new car from memory. Do you think? Uh, was it the new four-wheel drive or? It could have been. It could have been. Maybe was it didn't the they, cat... didn't... Sorry, didn't they run it at Kidderminster as well? Cat 4000. Was it the Cat 4000? Yeah. That prototype car they'd never released. Is that yeah. right? It could have been, <laughs> yeah. But I know he was. Uh, I know Simon was at the warm up because, yeah, it was. It's a funny story to say because Simon and Phil are sitting in their chairs and the water's flooding in through. We're, we're all sitting in the pitting area and me, John, and Kevin are all swimming around in water and Phil and Simon are sitting there and it's just like a there's a there's a circle around them where the water wouldn't go for some reason. It's <laughs> like they were like. They were like unearthly, you know. It's like <laughs> it just it just surrounded them, but didn't actually touch them. You know, it's quite bizarre. Some sort of divided intervention. Um, mm. Where where are you racing this weekend? I am at Starfold, um, and it's our first Summer Slam series round one of right. our Summer Slam Summer Slam series. Okay, so how many rounds are in this series? Six. Six, how many to count? Oh, now sugar. <laughs> uh, uh, four? Four. That's just fine. <laughs> Remember, no one really fact checks this, so you, you can say any kind of nonsense. So if you want to hear the story that we're, we're going to hear in maybe 10 minutes' time when the recorder goes off, go see Paul and Stoffold on <laughs> Sunday. Um, okay. Joey, are you going? Are you going to Stoffold as well? Yeah. I am travelling to my old haunt for the day. Are you booked well, in? I am. Oh, I didn't see your name when I looked. Don't say that. Shit. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I'm booked in. Number seven. Okay, sorry. I must have missed it. No, no, it's hey. absolutely fine. I'm a, I'm a ghost to some people, don't worry. Yeah. Fine. Um... Right, so forty odd booked in, I think. Super. That should be that's a that's a good size. What what are we get at Stoffold on the roster at the moment? Is it six or eight? It's six. Six at the moment. Six. Yeah, it's just six at the moment. We have discussed things, different options, um, but at the moment it's still six. It's 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 not the biggest roster in the world, is it? No. No, 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 unfortunately, well, well, it's not. It's not the longest, not the, like the, the the longest that way. It's, it's on a container. It's got plenty of depth. But um, I remember we were all quite a bit jam packed in for that Oopal event. I was there two years for. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I, I quite there like are. Yeah, there are plans. There are plans. I won't go into them now, but there are plans to make some changes. So um, watch this space. I say. Let's all message Alex Carter. <laughs> uh, and ask, ask him what the plans are and he'll be like I don't get told plans uh, and so I, I know you were only doing two episodes uh, two episodes I know we're only doing two and of the Schumacher series but will you will you try and get will you try and get some prep at Robin Hood will you try and get to Robin Hood before that event or will you just your years of knowledge of nationals get you around no, no, I'd definitely be up there. Yes, most definitely. Yes, yes. It's it's a pretty good drive for me, sort of 100 miles straight out of the A1 here. So I'm pretty much on the A1 anyway. So it's, it's yeah, it's a nice, easy drive. So, yeah, oh, most definitely. I need I, – no, no, not at all. I need practice around there because it is – I love it, and it's one of those tracks. If you get it right, it's it feels right. And, um, yeah, but I definitely need practice around there. I see. That's what – Joey, that's what we've got. Professionalism. People put an effort uh -huh. in. Not like oh, you yeah. and me, mate. <laughs> but that's no, probably why Mark bombed us off. We just, we just through this blindly. Blindly. <laughs> blindly. With no Mark to keep a tight grip on us. <laughs> nope. Anything can happen. 
You'll probably, um, bo- you'll probably beat me, Aiden. Don't, you know, don't, I'll, don't, I'll, no, don't, 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 honestly, honestly. <laughs> Don't say I'm not never. hiding any lights under bushels here, <laughs> right? Okay. I have prepared to be an average racer for the past 15 years. I am happy to be wherever I am. Um, I don't suddenly get really quick. This is not an act. This is literally <laughs> magic, how it works. You will be astounded at heart at the amount of work you will need to do to my L1. Um <laughs> I'll, I'll, I can maybe glue some ties up for you, something like that, and you can just okay. do the rest. Right. There is, there is, uh, it, it's, it's unlikely I'm going to be telling you. Watch down a bit of down a bit of snooping, Paul. It was 2008 euros. Oh, Italy. Trin, Trin, yeah. Okay, super. Now 13 years. Uh, and Craggy won both tour drive and four wheel drive. Wow. Yes, I remember. Paul, I think it was Paul Bradbury and Neil Craig. Close in two wheel drive. I think they had a, quite a tussle in two wheel drive from memory. I remember watching the A. There's a lot of Vino. Was there a lot of Vino? Yeah, I'm assuming so in Italy. Uh, I, I, I'd imagine that there, there was some Vino that passed our lips, yes. Mm. Yeah, I, must do, I, th- I think I was doing a bit of face. <laughs> Stalking uh, names you've yeah. mentioned. And you're all looking a bit red faced <laughs> in what look like dark bars <laughs> in Italy. Um, and I'm like, that that sounds like a great event, a great event to go to. Um, but yeah, no, it was very good fun. It was really good. I say that weekend made it, and then the week was really superb, you know. And I say I got, you know, I got lucky, and you know, it was, a, it, was it was fairly easy. I didn't, no one got in my way, and um, I had two great cars, and so yeah, you know. But you need luck in any thing to do well. You know, you need sometimes need a bit of luck. Always, always. Um, have you kept any of your old cars? Yes, I've I've just started separating my garage or our garage, I should say. Um, mm-hmm. I'm splitting it in half, so uh, one half will be for gardening materials and tools, and the other half will be all for my model cars. I've got a long workbench that goes the whole width of the garage and I've got some shelving I've put up and oh, I've got my Cat 3000 from the Euros in Spain, I think, if my memory serves me correctly. I've got my very first RC10, um, wow. which I re- rebuilt over lockdown. Um, I'd been sitting in the loft for a while. I've got my... Uh, Cougar SV2, I've got a KF2, I've got a Mission, I've got my PR, um, oh, um, not, not, it's not a truck, it's a short course truck. Yeah. Um, I've got, I think I've got another RC10. And then I brought, I brought a Cougar, you know, the re-release Schumacher Cougar and the, um, what was it, Cat XLS? Because I've always oh, right. wanted to yes. cat XLS, but my mum and dad couldn't afford it at the time. So, yes. I, I run my Top Cat, which I bought at the beginning of lockdown at Southport in our, one of our two vintage sheets on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, since I started with a B4, that was what was going on when I started. Mm-hmm. To then go back, I don't know how many years to a Top Cat. Mm-hmm. It was an education. <laughs> yeah, they change, haven't they? Honestly, I, I we might as well talk about Southport now, and then we we were all done. But um, that's the first bit of vintage racing I've done. Okay, mm-hmm. so I built my top cast. I've got a bit of help with the shock. Someone installed me electrics for me. Just a ten and a half hobby wing speedo in, and I just. Just don't see how it was fun for you lot back in the day. <laughs> and and I had brushless inspection, so I wasn't skimming motors or doing anything along those lines. Mm. But it just wasn't, you know, the top cat's got there's like no there's no you would know. There's just no weight at the front. No. You know, it it was just wheelie yeah. whatever it did. And every so often, you know, you go round a corner or you try and go round the corner, 
And it just go, no, don't think so. <laughs> just you go have to book straight. Just go straight yeah. on. You have to book an appointment with the corner, basically. Oh, now I, I did enjoy it. Um, I think the proof that it, it is racing was the point that I think I was on whatever my best run was. I was on my best run and I just rolled it at the bottom of what we call Magic Mountain in Southport. Mm-hmm. And though, of course, no one should ever do this, I then shouted at the nearest marshal to marshal my car. Mm-hmm. It was Evan. He was sat there looking the other way. That's where the chair was pointing. And I'm like, Evan! Mm-hmm. So the fact I shouted at a marshal to get my car marshaled meant it meant something to me. And mm-hmm. it was definitely racing. Yeah. But but then the other bit was you, you're just sitting there going, I've got to nurse this round because if I break a front arm, I haven't got another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we've got no spares. You know, you will find out at hearts. But, you know, a ball diff and a belt, which the top cat's got, from whatever, 1990, whatever it was, mm-hmm. are not ideal for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was helped out by a guy called James Hudson, who runs his top cat up in South Lakes. He was really useful when I needed to retighten my diff. So it was good. I will keep my top cat and run it for vintage. Just the difference between the... I didn't... What I went away from that meeting at Southport thinking is, I've got to get myself a better vintage car. Mm-hmm. So, if and I missed out on a Cougar KR. Mm-hmm. I know that's not vintage, but I thought it'd be old enough. So mm-hmm. if anyone's got a KR, what was the other one? Was it an SVR? No, I thought it was the SV. Uh, well, I thought it was the SV2. That's the one I've got, the SV2. Yeah, that- but I think there might be like a rear motor version of the SV. Oh, possibly, yeah. There, yeah. So possibly. if anyone's got a KR or an SVR, I would be very interested. Um, because then, because everyone else was running lofty. I'm not an expert on this, double X's and triple X's, mm-hmm. which obviously were a few years after the Top Cat. Mm-hmm. They look like modern buggies. They look like remote. One of the guys broke his 3D printed arms for his double X and ran a, I think it was a B4.2, you know, 10.5 yeah. rear motor. Yeah. But obviously that's just leaps and bounds ahead of what a top cat was from I don't even know when a top cat was mid 90s early 90s late 90s something along those lines mm-hmm. so I enjoyed it it was a good day everyone enjoyed themselves running vintage we had two heats mm-hmm. um, uh, I think I qualified BQ and then my car as I was I lost the lead and as I was chasing a guy called Ralphie as I was chasing Ralphie my car just rolled down and just broke the rear arm um, I, I tell you, it was Marston at point one. It was Paul Crompton mm-hmm. picked my car up, and I'm going, "Can you fix it?" And he goes, "I don't even know what it is." <laughs> Do you know, you would just see Paul just looking at this, going, "What is this?" I don't yeah. think he's obviously never seen one. Uh, he tried his best, but you know, it was definitely broken. Uh, so great day at Southport. Um, so I, did, I, I do think I think that's the big thing that in those days what we learned was making him sure. Every, and this is the, the thing I, I, I've said to people before is, you know, people ask, oh, do you, shall I change this on the setup and shall I change that? And, you know, fundamentally, if your shocks aren't bled right or they're not filled correctly and, or, you know, your, I don't know, your wishbones aren't free, why are you making setup changes? Make sure all the things work in the car and then you can start evolving. Th- you, do you see what I mean? You know, there's no yeah, yeah. point in changing things if your wishbone's stuck, you know. And I see that so many times. People going, oh, shall I put a stiffer spring on? I go, well, how are your shots filled? I haven't filled them for six months. Well, maybe you should start there, you know, maybe refill your shots, you know. And it, these are fundamentals. And I think that's what we learned in the Top Cat days because it didn't want to steer, really. You had to make sure everything worked really well so you'd get the optimum out of it, you know. Um, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think some of the older guys would come and chat to me about top caps, and they were sort of I, I, probably saying exactly what you're saying there. They were a bit more concerned that me steering, like the steering rubs on the 
lay down front, you know, the top cats lay down front shock bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, it's fine. I'm not being funny. I've got like a 160 pound KO servo in. It, it will just get past fat. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It, yeah. It's not going to hold that up for long. Yeah. And then I hadn't sorted my endpoints out, and someone's like, you, you're probably going to break the front arm. Yeah, by just moving your stereo, so you've got to get that. And I think that's what we have lost. I totally agree with that. Or yeah, guys like new guys like me have never got up because mm. we've started with B fours, B fives, B sixes, lay downs, mm. you know, things that we've not had to really worry about that stuff. Mm. Yeah, it all just seemed to work out of a box. Yeah, we don't know how lucky we are. <laughs> you do. <laughs> <laughs> You're the golden generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If only we were any good. Only we were any good. No, no, no. Really, there are some very good young people. It's nice. That is nice to see about model cars recently. There's some really talented young pe- people out there. You know, you can see. You know, I think it's Ben Smith. He seems to go very well. Tommy Hall is obviously incredible. Jamie's brother is incredible. Mm-hmm. You know, it's amazing. Really, you know, that's very good to see. I like that. Yeah. There's, there's lots of good kids. Mm. Um, I don't be popular, but I, whether we need to attract more children, kids, or whether we need to attract the parents of those children mm. to get more kids into racing, mm. um, you know, we're not trying to. You know, we're, we're, I think we we're, we're like an outdoor hobby, aren't we? We're mm. like an outdoor thing you can do with your family. You know, my lad's eight, or was he seven? Mm. But I, I don't be funny. I use RC to get away. That's my break. Mm, mm. That, that, that's my time. People go, when's Thomas coming? I'm going, hopefully <laughs> never. Um, you know, that, that would stop all my fun. Wow. It's true. It's true. You know, but there's other guys, we've had some new people turn up at Southport with their, with their kids, and, and that's all they're interested in. You know, we've seen it where, you know, it starts off where the kids get the old tyres off the dad or mum, right? Mm. And then it turns around where the kids then get the new tyres and the parents get the old tyres. And then eventually the parents stops just to focus on the kid because they enjoy it. That's what they enjoy. We enjoy the time we spend at the track. Mm. We enjoy our time. We spend any time we spend with Miklos. Oh, and definitely. Know, yeah, not because he's just a brining, bright, shining star. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. the man's won a world final. Yeah. Um, and that's the time, that's what we've missed through COVID and all those bits. And what we're all looking forward to is the time we can spend with friends, the yeah. time we can spend with people that we've met on the internet, on Facebook, mm-hmm. and then actually spend some time with them and, and tell the stories. You know, the stories you've got, I always say, if you meet me in a racetrack, I've got three stories I don't tell on a podcast. Mm-hmm. So if you want to come and find me in a race meeting, I will tell you one of them. Okay. You, well, you, have, to, you have to pick. The hearts. The hearts. You know what I'm going to ask, don't you? Yes, fine. It's, it's not, not, not a problem. <laughs> I, I can give people hints. One, Hoodie 217, the inside story. Okay. Oh. Two, how I deal with haters. Mm-hmm. And three, the one I can't tell you the name of it because actually the best thing is the name of the story, not the actual story. Okay, okay. So those are the the three Straight. bits that I we, I don't do here, not because they're, they're terrible, just because other people are involved and it's easier not to yeah. mention names, and it's, and it's fun when you do mention names. Yeah, so, and and, she, and you know, Mikolos, he's a bit. He he was in Fast Car magazine. He was showing me his, his yeah. pitch. Yeah, he's a bit of a superstar. Yeah, I never tells anyone. No, no, very humble. He had his, 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 his I don't know what car is going to kill me for this because he showed me the pictures. And what car was it? Was it a Gullwing BMW? That's it, a BMW. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. 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 Amazing. Every so often I go down, I have to work in, and to us, nowhere near where he lives, but closer to where he lives than where I live in Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we'll go out. We'll have a, I'll come down a bit earlier. I'll have a, like a, a, a mandate with Miklos, and you'll sit there and you'll go, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah." Jody Marsh, Joey won't know who that is. Jody Marsh, <laughs> got loads of pictures of Jody Marsh on the bonnet of my car with these <laughs> fancy shows. 
<laughs> you don't think I know who Jody Marsh is? <laughs> I, turn, I, know... I turn 30 next week. Of course <laughs> I know who Jody Marsh is. And then, and then the other one is, is like Miklos is, and, and again, it shows, well, we're not picking on Miklos because us three people love Miklos more than anybody else. Mm-hmm. But it's just that point of people know, you know, like it's, Profile picture was like one of the fellas off one of those American car shows, mm, mm. and I'm like, oh, do you know that? He's like, well, is he? Like, is that the favorite show that you watch? And Miklas goes, no, I know him. Mm. You know, I know the fella who is he? The fella off on that meme regarding those people having a fight. Mm. I don't. I, I'm sorry, I'm not a car person, but mm. you know, Miklas knows mm. him. Miklas would yeah. go to Vegas SEMA shows. Yeah. And just be invited on to these things. And just some of us are a bit quieter. We need to drag this stuff out. But yeah, so guys, Aiden's got three stories. You're only allowed to pick one. Okay. okay. And unfortunately, Paul, you can't come and ask me for one story and then hang around for somebody to get the other <laughs> story. That, that's not how it works. We've got to rack oh, okay. Out. Okay, 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 okay. 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 But, I think I've picked in my head, I've psychologically picked which one I want. Already, because you made it so elusive. I, I think that I'm drawn to it. It's obviously something in my subconscious that's been making me drawn to it because you've made it, you know, you haven't told me anything about it at all, not even a title. So that makes, that draws no, no, me to No, that's the best thing about it, the fact that it hasn't got a title. Okay. <laughs> Just the rest of the story is actually quite poor after that. <laughs> okay. Um, but but if, you, if you tell the title to somebody, they'll go, oh, that sounds great. And I go, no, that's the best bit of the story. Um <laughs> So, but anyway, I'm not, guys. Joe, did you go racing this weekend? Last weekend, uh, I didn't. Um, I made a decision on Saturday morning regarding whether to, unfortunately, oh. cancel. And then, yeah. obviously, uh, halfway through Sunday, it just got really hot and sunny. I was like, "Shit!" But it was one of those things where you, I look. We kept an eye on the weather all week. Yeah, it was looking pretty good Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Then it got a bit suspect Thursday, Friday. And then I looked at, again, the weather sort of Friday, Saturday afternoon and thought, yeah, it's got 100% chance of rain from like 9 o'clock onwards. Probably going to call it there. Yeah, what you need, Which... to, you need to look at how much rain's going to fall. We had a 100% chance of rain at Southport, but it was only like... It was like a couple of light showers. We had a great day. I mean, very muddy I, I field. Think, I think it did did rain at Kidderminster. Um, I think that was, I saw a picture of Tommy Hardy. Obviously, he he'd won. He did, it yeah. Looked a, it looked a bit damp, and a, his report did say something about changeable conditions. So I, I kind of probably made the right call in in a, in a small small way, but kind of, yeah. I enjoyed going to Kidderminster, so it was a bit of a. It was it was a. It wasn't a light-hearted decision. I didn't just go, yeah, that'll do. When when it comes well, to Kidderminster, sounds like he does, doesn't he? Sounds like sounds <laughs> yeah. like exactly what he's done. <laughs> he's 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 overemphasizing now. You should have cut it short, Joey, and yeah. been fine. You could have moved on, and we would have probably forgotten about it. Well, but just, rather than, sorry, I'm going to not call this Paul Timberlake. I'm going to call this Joey hates Kidderminster. <laughs> no, I have every. Like you know, Paul said he loves going to Robin Hood. I thoroughly enjoy going to Kidderminster. It is. I've always done well at Kidderminster. I've always had some really sort of some of my best results at nationals and and, and regionals and stuff at Kidderminster. So it's always a always a place in my heart that is nice to go to. Brilliant. Right. Uh, well, I will. I think we'll probably call it there for the entire podcast, guys. Um, the only thing I was going to talk about was I enjoyed the uh, last episode of Ran Out of Talent where they recorded theirs live at the track. Uh, don't listen to it with kids. It's not terrible, but there's there's more swearing than there normally is in a Ran Out of Talent episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that was great. And I was clearly I had a break in my week um, between two appointments and I watched the entire hour and a half live presentation from EFRA with the guys from RC Racing TV and Mark Styles, the 12th guy, um, talking about what Ephra are going to do, how qualified might change. So if you're interested in something like that or you've got a spare time and there's nothing on telly, go find the Ephra Facebook page and listen to that. Um, okay. I've mentioned a few times I'm not a motorsports fan, but even I'm quite impressed where, you know, Javier's in his like spare room, Mark, Matt McCallum's in 
his like recording studio, Nick Damon's in like his bedroom, and Mark Dials is basically, I think, in the trophy room of McLaren oh, wow. or Mercedes, whichever organization he's involved in. Formula One car and trophies in the background. Um, you know, to be able to for someone to speak who's got that sort of motorsport connection in an Afro video, I found really quite useful. I really enjoyed that. Um, to sort out your final bit of your interview for replacing Martin, Paul, mm-hmm. would you like to thank your sponsors before we go? Yes, uh, Schumacher Racing Cars, um, uh, RC Octane, Trish Bits, and Robin Lucas Paints. Thank you. Brilliant. Please like and share this podcast. Please like and share all the podcasts. Um, Joey, I'll see you next week. Paul, if Martin doesn't, you know, figure out his priorities, we might see you next week. Yes. Otherwise, that I'll see you in heart, guys. Indeed. It's been great. Thank Thanks you very much. All. Bye. Now. Pleasure. Cheers. Bye. Thanks, Paul. Bye. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Bye.